the, the first verse that strikes me is uh, verse 75 in, um, I think the, the message translation says, I can see now your decisions are right. Uh, your testing has taught me what is true and, and right. Um, yeah, I think sometimes we look at God's word and, and we see it as a bunch of rules and regulations. And of course there are some, um, but the psalmist was able to see that uh, all of this discipline and testing um, begin to realize, wow, what he's saying is, is true, is right. You know, and it's kind of like how when our, our parents, um, you know, try to teach us and discipline us. And at the time, because of our immaturity, you know, we are rebellious. But now as parents ourselves, uh, for, for most of us, we're like, wow, you know, mom was right. Dad was right, you know, and um, hopefully we can see that eventually in our spirit. Uh, verse 80, I like, um, uh, I think the NIV says that that I uh, wholeheartedly keep your your laws. And I was just thinking about that. And I think a lot of time, I think that may be rare. I mean, I can, I can only speak from from my perspective. But it might be rare where God asks us to do something and, and we are wholeheartedly doing it. Um, sometimes we do it out of duty. Sometimes we do it out of obligation. Sometimes we do it, um, you know, because of those reasons. But the psalmist does it wholeheartedly. Like, you know, like maybe we'll wash dishes. Um, as I'll use that as an example, right? Um, I'm not sure if how many of us like do it wholeheartedly. Like this is, this is like the joy of our salvation, right? I think we wash dishes because it's a task. It has to be done. If it doesn't get done, then you have nothing to eat or you have nothing to eat on. And, and it's just got to be done. You know, I don't think anyone's like, I can't wait and look forward to it. Um, maybe you do. I mean, I do sometimes, but, <laughs> but uh, wholeheartedly keeping his laws. So I was like, man, that's, that's crazy. That's good stuff. Um, and then verse 81, he says that I'm, I'm worn out. And um, he's wait, worn out waiting for rescue. So he puts hope in, in, in the word of God. And uh, this is, I mean, obviously many of us are either worn out to some extent. Um, and so this is not like I'm worn out, God. Can you strengthen me? Can you help me make it through the day? This is I'm worn out. I need to be rescued. I'm worn out because I'm getting pummeled here. I need to be rescued. And, uh, it's interesting in verse 86, it's, um, he says something to the effect that he's being persecuted and, and he doesn't deserve it. Like it's not deserved. Like there's no cause. And, um, so, um, and then the, the last, uh, that verse 92, he, he says, if your revelation hasn't delighted me, so I would have given up when these hard times came. You know, and um, it was the fact that he delighted in, in God's word that uh, he might have given up if it wasn't uh, for his word. And so um, I was like, wow. You know, and, and even in the beginning of it, he wanted people to look at him and say, like, you know, because of his perseverance and his persistence that, um, you know, that uh, people would uh, honor God from that. And so 
Um, yeah, just whenever I hear language of you know, like I wanted to give up or I, I, I would have given up if it wasn't for God or if it wasn't for his word, it always uh, strikes me very strongly. So. All right. Well, uh, thanks. That was awesome. Everybody's sh- uh, sharing today. Um, yeah, let me just share a few brief thoughts and then we'll spend some time with the Lord in prayer. Um, verse 75 stuck out to me uh, because the way it reads, I guess in both the ESV and NIV are the same. So that confirms kind of the translation. It says, I know, O Lord, that your rules are righteous and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. And the way that was phrased stuck out to me because it says, in faithfulness, you have afflicted me. Because I think typically we we think of God being faithful in our affliction. We think of God being faithful despite our affliction. But here the psalmist is saying that it's in God's faithfulness that he's afflicted me, that he's afflicted us. So that kind of put a different twist on it for me because I was thinking, you know, we don't often think that. We don't think that part of our afflictions, part of our suffering, you know, is God's faithfulness, that he's actually doing it uh, or allowing it because he's faithful. So I, I thought that was kind of a different take on that. And I think I have to reflect a little bit more on that just to, I think it gives us a greater sense of God's faithfulness that um, that everything's sort of in his hands. And so in that sense, our afflictions are even uh, a way in which God is showing his faithfulness to us. Although I don't think we ever realize it in the moment, but we, we look back and we realize it. We see in hindsight, 2020, that, um, wow, God was faithful in, in allowing me to go through that or bringing me through that. So I thought that was a little bit of a different phraseology uh, there. And so that was impactful. And then, um, so uh verses 81 to 83 really resonated because I had to kind of look it up. It was something that just was foreign for a moment where it says, my soul longs for your salvation. I hope in your word, my eyes long for your promise. I ask, when will you comfort me? And then in verse 83, he, he goes on to say, for I've become like a wine skin in the, in the smoke. And so I was kind of like curious about that because I'm like, what does that mean? So I was kind of looking it up and, um, one commentary uh, was talking about, I guess there's two different interpretations, but I think they both make a lot of sense. Uh, I guess in ancient days, if they hung wine skins up in the smoke, it would give the wine a more mellow tone. Uh, and so in the Bible days, uh, homes were heated with fire. And so the wine skins would come into contact with the smoke as it was hung on the walls and that warmth uh, and the smoke would change the flavor of the wine, making it uh, maybe more enjoyable or a different flavor to the wine. But then secondly, um, if a wine skin hung in too much smoke, the leather would dry and it would crack and then the the wine would be ruined. Um, The contents of the, the wine skins would be ruined. So, I was kind of reflecting on that and it just seems that God in his faithfulness, he knows exactly how much affliction we can endure. And so in the midst of it, he allows us to go through it with the the hope that we would become more flavorful or, 
that our, our lives would become sweeter in, in that sense uh, as we become sanctified. Um, but if we go through too much, then we might break, right? We might, the wine may become spoiled. And so kind of just reflecting upon how God is in his perfection uh, knows how much we can handle and he brings us through it. And um, not to the point of breaking, but to the point where, you know, we become uh, sweeter or better tasting in that sense. Um, so that was, that was powerful. And, um, yeah, again, uh, verses 92 to 94, uh, just really appreciate how he says the law has, um, if your law had not been my delight, I would have perished. And so that sense of, you know, it's because of God's word, God's law, uh, that we're sustained. And so it just gives that much more weight to God's word, uh, that in our afflictions, we, we cling to God's word and it's what sustains us. Uh, as we not forget his precepts, uh, we are given life. So yeah, just with those thoughts this morning and everybody else's thoughts, uh, a lot for us to chew on this morning. And uh, I just want to encourage us to spend some time uh, with the Lord and just pray and seek his face. And um, let's, let's go to him in prayer this morning. Mm-hmm.